You're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with your host, Dom. Subscribe, give a five-star rating and follow us on Twitter at country underscore chat and stay up to date. Hi, you're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with me, Dom. Today, I'm going back to back to Yorkshire. I'm speaking to the wonderful Amelia Quinn. And in the background, you may hear it's the fantastic Tammy. Hi, Amelia. Hi, Tammy. Hiya. How are you both doing? Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're still locked up and grounded, but we're making the best of it. Still locked up and grounded. Two weeks. Two weeks you Two got weeks. to wait until a certain day. Oh, what's day? What day is that? Very, very soon. Very, very soon. It, it must be, it must be itching at the skin. You must be like, ah, I want this out. And so bad, you don't <laughs> even know. <laughs> if you haven't read the title to this episode, and you, if you don't know who Amelia Quinn is, you really need to do some research. She's just literally won Bells and Gals UK Country Music Spotlight Awards Best UK EP slash Album. 2020, it's for 2020, but it's the 2021 awards. That's where we've always been getting confused. But it's throughout 2020. It's Amelia Quinn. I mean, she's the firecracker. She's the... You're making me blush. (laughs) I thought Tammy could only do that. (laughs) Well. Oh, but yeah, if you don't know Amelia check her out and pre-save pre-order i'm gonna get this in so many times throughout the episode pre-save pre-order yes. girl talk just get it done I've, I've i've been one of the very 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 few i mean very few that's actually heard it and oh to describe it is a bop it's a bop. <laughs> yes it's, i'll take that i'll take that it's a it, i can't even put it into words it's like everything it's everything you need in a song it's it's got that girl power it's got that it, it's proper bringing up women basically standing up for women and you're bringing it out on such a important day as well yes yes i am um so if you don't know it is coming out on international women's day which is the 8th of march um it falls on a monday which is a bit of a weird day to release music but it is obviously an incredibly important day um because it's got so many incredible female artists on it and mm-hmm. because of the organization it's supporting which is girls rock london now before we really really delve into the depths of girl talk <laughs> when did you actually first write it so the journey with this one is a little bit different to the other songs that I usually release uh, in that I came up with the title first. Okay. And basically the, the thought process was I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and we were talking about, you know, various things that women go through in and out of the industry. Um, and there's a lot of similar stories that waft around and, and sort of happen. Yeah. Um, and I've sort of, for some reason, the phrase girl talk sort of appeared in my my little head. Um, and I said, you know what? I'm going to write a song called Girl Talk. I'm going to release it on International Women's Day and I'm going to donate the proceeds to charity. Um, the rest of it just kind of grew over time and it, it took on a life of its own because <laughs> it was originally only supposed to feature like maybe three um, artists. And I think... 
the final head count ended up being around 23. <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, I mean I'm going to go into the multiple, multiple, multiple artists in a minute. But, I mean, it's crazy how you can create a song from, you know, just having like the title in your head. But it's such a universal thing, though, as well, because even growing up for me, you know, being a male person, my I remember my mum saying, I'm going, to, I'm going to take your sister out, you know, we're going to have a bit of a girl talk. You know, yeah, if I it's a it. thing. It's, it's definitely a thing, and it's sort of... It's, you know, there's, there's a kids' magazine called Girl Talk. You know, it's it's a phrase, you know, oh, we're just having girl talk when you speak with your besties and stuff like that. And it's it's also got a stereotype attached to it, which is sort of that gossip-hungry, superficial, you know, kind of girly, whatever that means, um, kind of mm. stereotype. And that the song sort of takes the piss out of those stereotypes and, yeah. and mocks them a bit. Um because I don't personally believe they're all... They, they can be true sometimes, but not all women are the same, just as not all men are the same. You know, we, we are our own individual people. Um, but, yeah, I just kind of wanted to to highlight the really stupid stereotypes that are out there and make a bit of a point that maybe, yeah, we do sort of gossip to each other, but what are we gossiping about and what does that mean we know, mm. <laughs> you know? Well, that's it. I mean, everybody, everybody gossips, you know, yeah. those that say they don't, you're just kidding to yourself because we've all gone, oh, have you heard what person down the road's just said about this? Or have you heard what Boris is potentially doing next week? <coughs> or, you know, it's, everybody's kind of got, whether it's a small little kind of like, oh, you know, this, this may happen. And it's just Chinese whispers. I mean, it's one of the lines in the song. It's like the It first is. <laughs> it was very out loud. I was like right in there. I like that. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it is... Everybody does. Everybody gossips. And, you know, I know what you mean by that stereotypical concept of, you know, I mean, the if you haven't seen the album, if you haven't seen the single artwork yet, it's got a rotary phone on the front. Yeah. And the, start, the way it starts is like you're on a phone. Yeah. It's got that kind of like the, the sort of retro vibe, because mm. it is a bit of a retro kind of vibe song. So it's got yeah. that sort of, you're picking up the phone to ring your mates. Um, like they do in it because a lot of the sort of vibe of it like because I sort of made the mood board and stuff like that um, when I was creating the video and a lot of it sort of was inspired um, by that 70s show yeah I absolutely love that 70s show it's it's a great show and and you know they're always on the phone um, ringing their friend and being like Donna did you did you see what they did did you kiss him all that kind of stuff yeah and it, yeah it's all that sort of like stereotypes that get shown in those kind of programs and sitcoms um but also weaving in the kind of real life experiences that's um i'd say some i think a lot of women go through <laughs> on a day-to-day basis yeah and um, well I, i'm 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 chuckling at that which is it's kind of sad that i am chuckling at that because it's so true it it, it yeah. happens it's funny because it's true <laughs> but i'm chuckling because i've heard the song and i know how you really bring that out and you mm-hmm. really basically just slap it on the table. Say, here's a stereotype. Go on then. I mean, it's like, it's like being bullied. I mean, I remember being bullied as a kid at school and I remember just joining in with them. If they called me names, I'd go, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah. And I'd just go straight in with it, you know, just call myself a name. You know, you've got to throw it out there and it kind of, yeah, it makes that stereotype kind of either shrink or disappear mm-hmm. eventually. 
Yeah, you've got to you've got to own it. It's like words like um, "bitch" that are sort of exactly historically they're meant as an insult, but we've sort of re taken them back and and used them in a positive way. Yeah. Um, like my, my fan club's called the Quinn's Bitches. Baddest bitch in the land is, is the line of my song. And it's it's kind of reclaiming those words and that takes the negative power away from them. Yeah. And if you mock something, it really, it really does take the power away and sort of makes it a non-issue. Um obviously sexism and gender imbalance is not a non-issue, as I have literally quite literally been told before. Yeah. <laughs> um it's definitely not a non-issue and it and it's not something that shouldn't be taken seriously okay. but I think by making something light-hearted people might be more open to listening rather than just starting an argument because no one's going to listen if everyone's screaming can I just like backtrack a little tiny bit there mm-hmm. you've been told it's a non-issue <laughs> I've quite literally had someone tell me um that the gender imbalance in the music industry is a non-issue and it doesn't exist that's disgusting I find that really hard to believe since statistics don't tend to lie. <laughs> no. Oh. Um, and there are staggering statistics on the imbalances that go on in the industry. But I think this is this is the thing that there are... I mean, the majority... It was Basically, for context, it was a um, survey that I created for a dissertation for my bachelor's degree, which was on how women are represented in rock music. Mm-hmm. Um the majority of the responses were very much, yes, there is imbalance. Yes, it should be sorted out. Opportunities should be given on merit, not on gender. Um, but there were about five that said, you know, oh, no, it's not a thing. It's just made up. It's just, you know, propaganda. And um, four of those were male and one was female, which was really surprising. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um... And I kind of thought, well, okay, you know, you, you are always entitled to your opinion um but like i said statistics don't tend to lie and there are staggering statistics that support the fact that there is the gender imbalance in the industry across all roles yeah no that's disgusting i mean it shouldn't even be one you know like like you just said you know the fact that it should be done on merit because you know you know not everybody's going to make it not everybody's going to get to the top 10 no but I think it can be quite controversial as well, sort of saying, because there's the, you know, things like um, PRS key change and these sort of initiatives saying, right, it should be 50-50. And I think that's great. I think that's that's sort of a great initiative to have to start off with. Yeah. But I think in an ideal world, we don't necessarily want it to be 50-50 all the time. We want it to literally just be on merit. Yeah. If you're good and you fit the slot, you get the slot. Gender shouldn't ever come into it. Because, well, you know, there's a gender spectrum, you know, like not everyone is male or female to start off with. Exactly. And two, it quite literally has nothing to do with talent or musical ability or ability in anything. No, exactly. You know, and it doesn't just, you know, stick to the gender spectrum as well. You know, it transverses into the LGBTQ plus society. It goes into the race. It goes into religion. It goes into all forms of different... And for people to segregate, you know, certain artists away from the top of spots because of mm-hmm. whatever they believe in, you know, it, it's disgusting. And, you know, I completely and utterly agree with you for the fact that, yes, it, you know, the top 10, you know, why should it have to be, you know, 50-50 when it could be all female or all male or all yeah. pan? Or, if, they, or... if you deserve to be there, then you should be there. But 
gender shouldn't come into a play, but unfortunately it, it does. Yeah. And it does in pretty much all walks of life every single day. And it can be from the smallest thing to, you know, like CEOs and stuff like that. Um, just tiny things like someone, you know, a, a man walking past me in the bus station that was... 18 or 19 I was stood in the bus station I don't wear super short clothes I'm not comfortable in them I quite like my you know jeans and stuff like that but I was wearing a dress that was down to the knee and a man walked past me and went oh nice legs oh I was just stood there minding my business and it can literally be everyday things like that which unfortunately happened quite a bit at the bus stop um I ended up walking to uni quite a lot but then you get people pulling up at traffic lights and saying oh yeah you're really gorgeous I'm like I'm literally walking to work yeah can you leave me alone um, to, to big things like being excluded off festival lineups and stuff like that simply because they're a, a female band and they might not sell. It's, 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 it's disgusting. I mean, I always remember my mum. She used to tell me, she used to walk the kids to school and it, it, it's about a three-mile walk and every time she was walking home alone, she'd always get vans and people stopping, wolf whistling, yeah, that's happened. Shouting obs- you know, I was 14 when that happened to me. Um, 14. My mum was in her mid-30s. It's, it's, like, this, it's wrong. It doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter what you're wearing. These things happen, and, and a lot worse happen to loads of different people. And I think it's definitely something to do with, you know, society, and it's a very ingrained thing. Sex is a very, very deeply rooted thing in our society, um, you just have to sort of look back how women didn't have the right to vote not that long ago. Yeah. So it's not just an industry thing, but I think with Girl Talk, sort of that that is a battle that I can do my part for um, by sort of highlighting that women can play just as well as men. Gender doesn't have anything to do with it. Women do want to buy music played by women. That, that has also been a thing in the industry where, oh, no, we can't have female artists because um, women don't want to buy music from other women, which is, you know, total crap. We all know that. Yeah. Um, Completely. And, so, and just highlight these incredible female artists and the work that, that we can do when we pull together and we're not pitted against each other. No, exactly. No, exactly that. I mean, for the sake that you've got, you know, 22, 23 other female artists, you know, throughout the range of the, you know, country music industry. You know, you've got, like, Rachel Selleck. You've got Jess T. You know, you go throughout, like, Poppy, and it, it's it's amazing what you've done. It really is. I've I've said this to you, you know, personally. You know, I, I think you're legendary for what you've done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> genuinely, genuinely mean it. And It's just me trying to do my bit. But it's so sad that you have to be in the position to do your bit as well. I... Yeah. But it's it's an ongoing battle. It's it's definitely getting better than it's been, and yeah. it's probably at the best stage it's been in quite a long time. Um, but that doesn't mean that we should just go. Oh, it's got a bit better. Right. Okay, we're done. Yeah. No. It's exactly. An ongoing thing, and I think if there has to be initiatives to make things fifty-fifty for a while. And if that's what it takes to get to a point where you're giving things on merit, then why not? Yeah, I don't personally see an issue with it. I mean, not only for the fact that you know the message behind Girl Talk, the fact it's an amazing song in itself. itself. <laughs> it's it was very fun. It went through two rewrites really to get to its final form. Um, because I sort of I wanted to make sure that I was getting the right message across, using the right sort of words and 
I'm yeah, I definitely am very, very proud of how it turned out. So when you're writing girl talk, particularly <laughs> particularly the bridge where you're going into like talking about the things that you talk about on the phone, like the hot tub and the the guy with the guitar and the you know Yeah. What how how where did you where did you pluck them ideas from? Um just, you know, there's there's various stories, there's various stereotypes. Um, like I said, you know, it was quite heavily influenced by sitcoms as well, the sort of humour used in older sitcoms like that 70s show. And they're very much all into their hot tubs. And apparently that's like a really, like, I don't know, like sexy thing. I'm like, ooh, you've got a hot tub. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you must be really, like, hygienic or something. I don't know. Um <laughs> Yeah, but and some but some of the lines are based on true stories from myself and various friends. Yeah. I can imagine that second one, the getting hit on in the uh, what, a party. At a party by a guy with a guitar. Oh god. So yeah, just that always seems to be standard. A one. Standard really. Like you just sort of it's sad that you just sort of accept that that's probably gonna happen. And yeah. I sort of think I just kind of walk away and, and ignore it and I'll be like, yeah, no, you're all right. Thanks. Barking up the wrong tree anyway, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, stuff like that does happen. I think as much of it as it's sort of a comical song, these things are based on true events, which is important to remember. Exactly. I was, that, was, that was the exact phrase I was going to say. You know, people <laughs> need to, when they listen to this, listen to the words and listen to the the way the words are spoken as well, because... I'm, They're there for a reason. Exactly. At the end of the day, the, the words are there for a reason, you know? Exactly. People... Oh, just... I've got... I got, I got, I got I don't, I'm not going to mention this artist's name, but if she ever listens to this, she'll know who that I'm talking about her. She was playing guitar. She's been learning how to play guitar. And she's started to get calluses on her fingers. Now, mm. as a guitar player... What happens to your fingers when you first start learning how to play guitar? Oh god, they hurt and they get callous. I don't actually have thing like actual fingerprint on my fingertips anymore, and yeah. I've got no yeah. feeling in them. And yeah, that's built up from years of literally having dents in my fingertips that just kill. Now, if I told it's you, normal. If I told you you've got beautiful hands and you need to moisturise them and stop playing guitar, no, don't like moisturise your hands by all means. You know, look after those babies; they're precious. Um... Stop playing guitar, excuse me. Um, no. What benefit would that bring? Oh, no, I might hurt my little precious lady fingers. I know. It, just, I had a... I, had a I stopped wearing nail polish because I play guitar and it chips off and I thought, oh, I'm going to stop playing guitar. No, I didn't. I stopped wearing nail polish. <laughs> exactly. You do what you love. You don't if you if you want to learn something if you really enjoy doing something. I was so, I was so livid. I I think it was like two o'clock in the morning when I saw it, and I was like, you know, when you just such great advice. <coughs> ten out of ten would not give again. <laughs> you know, well, I just snorted them. <laughs> and we're off again. And we're off again. <laughs> I'm starting like a thing. I'm expecting Tam to come through as a unicorn now. Just... <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the, the phrase that um, 
that this person used afterwards it was like, oh, I've been, I've been trying to give this advice for um, for a few years now. And I'm thinking he mentioned that he always advice. gives he always gives good advice and advice. I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm this the I'm strangest like, advice I've ever heard. I, I I literally just put this is the last thing I'm going to say about it and I just left it. I made it very very clear that it's very wrong advice oh, and it's going to do it more is. damage than good. But I I, I was going to lose it and I don't. Sort of that's the thing. That, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like as much as there are absolutely great people out there such as yourself you know all the fans that are super supportive you do get these people exactly like guitar strap guy (laughs) and i don't think i have one female musician friend who has not had a message from him telling them they should wear a guitar strap when they play (laughs) not one female friend like i put a status up about it um a few months ago and the amount of responses oh this as well yeah and it's ridiculous and he literally comments on only women's posts where they've got a guitar saying you should wear a guitar strap when you play it'll make you play better and i was like "Mm, no i think the practice does that mate amelia um if you wear a guitar strap it might make you a i'm trying to i'm sorry i'm trying i'm trying but see, that's to us, it's so ridiculous. But there are people out there that literally think like that and think they're giving good advice. And when I said um, wearing a guitar strap when I'm playing sat down, one, not overly necessary, and two, um, it traps my hair underneath it. He told me I should put my hair in a ponytail. I was like, right, you're getting blocked. No, oh, <laughs> I was like, no. But the fact that he's targeted literally all my female friends that are musicians and play guitar, mm. I just think that's insane well, it's, it's similar to what um was it emma moore she posted the other day um basically saying that it's funny the amount of bad advice you keep getting through twitter and through social media just by you know if you do it this way you know you'd be following the same route as however many people 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 are going to follow their own path they're going to learn how they learn obviously people learn in a different they way should they should. And the the thing is, there are young musicians, young whatever industry it is, this happens, you know, social media, everybody has a voice and not everybody uses it wisely. Um, I see it daily in my industry. I see it daily in, in the fitness industry. At Tammy Works In, not everyone has good advice to give, um, but they give it anyway. And unfortunately, there are some people that might be younger or starting out that will take that advice and think that that's the best advice that are being given and it's not necessarily great and it can be damaging and that's kind of why I want to do stuff like this track sort of put out there that no you can you can own what you do you can do what you want to do and, and create your own path and be independent and there is absolutely nothing wrong with that just as there is nothing wrong with hiring a whole team to do everything for you and let you just be creative. Everybody's doing their own thing. And just because someone else is doing something doesn't mean it's the right way of doing it. Yeah. Completely. There's no cookie cutters in the world. That's not how it works. Exactly. No, exactly. I mean, you know, whether it's being an artist or whether you wanted to become in like the media in say like doing a podcast or you wanting to do a radio show or you wanting to write a blog or, you know, there's no set way of doing it. You know, there's no like, here's a manual, here's how you do it, A to Z. And yeah. people, when people try and 
like we've been saying, give advice or give tips or pointers. You know, are oh, you doing this wrong? You're doing this wrong. You should do it this way. Mm. <sighs> There's no wrong. That's, that's like one of the first things that I'll tell any any up and coming artist, any sort of new musician. There is no rule book. Yeah. There's no right and wrong way to be creative. Obviously, there's there's tools that you can use that will help, but there's no right and wrong. Creativity is supposed to be spontaneous and new and original and, you know, and you do it the way it works for you. No, exactly. Completely and utterly agree. I mean, oh, Tammy, 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 I love you. Uh, can she hear? I hope she can hear me. She can, she's here. <laughs> what you did... I think it was about three, four weeks ago with that person that messaged you from <laughs> Oh, that, that was that was amazing. I'd love to have that confidence. You legend. You absolute... You two are just like the baddest bitches in the land because... <laughs> yeah, it was... Oh, dogs out here as well. She agrees. Yep, completely not really agrees. <laughs> because there's just so many... It falls into this, you know, it falls into girl talk. It's about being hit up. It's about being, you know, yeah. just the just wrongness, just wrongness. You know, if you wanted to date somebody, if you wanted to hit somebody up, go on a dating app, go to places, you know, when you... Just go to something that you know people actually looking. And if somebody says no, just, just okay, admit defeat. Just go. Just don't. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I'm, this is going to be me just like grumbling and. Uh. <laughs> it's true though, you know. Like, if it's not spoken about and you just keep it in the shadows all the time, it's not going to get better. Because I think when you when you share your story or you share things that you've been through and other people relate to it, they feel less alone and it's not so taboo to talk about and it's not such like this really awful, massive secret that you mustn't say anything about. And I think that takes the power away from it and that gives the power to sort of positivity. And, you know, it's very much a darkness versus light. You know, once you shed light on something, it's no longer in the dark. It can't hide in the shadows anymore. Oh, dog's kicking off. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, don't ever be sorry. I mean, we're, we're living in a time at the moment that COVID, you know, we're, we're, we're stuck in a house. And, you know, I'm at home and yeah. there's people walking around outside here. You know, I've got a dog yeah. that could go off at any point. You know, it happens. <laughs> I've had, I have a podcast where my, my dog, George, just completely goes utterly wild. It happens. <laughs> it really she does. does. We, we live right on the street as well. So she can literally, has a cat flap that she just stares out of and stares at everyone walking past and just goes out saying mental. She's very protective of us. <laughs> oh, that, that's perfect. Oh, Yeah, she's a good dog. Doing what a dog should do. Yeah, Love unless there's food involved and then she just doesn't death to everything. <laughs> well, when I do eventually get to come round, definitely bring in some snacks. <laughs> You'll be her best mate. <laughs> hey. Very, very food orientated. She takes after me. Don't <laughs> Don't kill me. Don't kill me. <laughs> oh, but no, so adorable. Dogs are the best. We don't deserve them. No, we don't. <laughs> we really don't. Anyway, I'm just getting side. Oh, me getting sidetracked. Surprise. One thing that I really, I want to question on. Come on. And 
right at the start. Now, obviously, you got your rotary phone that's going, mm-hmm. and then you start talking. But throughout that like distorted bit, I can hear it. Mm, mm. It almost <laughs> sounds like a phone ringing, but I think it's just <laughs> vocals. I don't know if it's vocals or a or a piano or a it guitar. Is. And there's 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 um there's a mix there's um obviously the all female band that is playing on there um and there are other vocals as well that are mixed in <laughs> um yeah you got we've got twenty three artists they're scattered around not gonna say how but they are <laughs> but yeah the, the, instantly I got okay then so we've got a dialing of the phone and then obviously do you want a fun fact about on. that start as well um. The phone is actually an actual phone, which I've turned into a microphone. Oh. So this is like a homemade DIY telephone mic. Oh, that is amazing. Please, please, and please. That's what I used. That oh. is what I used. If you, cool, if, isn't it? If we ever get back to a gig, because you're supposed to play it. Oh, yeah, the... I'll bring it. It's very temperamental. I'll have to mess because I think some of the wires have come loose and it has moved quite a few times. But I will, I'll bring it and I'll, I'll do a little demo. But yeah. Actual um, mic. It was supposed to play at the Homeforth Tavern. Not supposed to play everywhere, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Again. But uh, next time, the next gig that we get to, and it's got to be when I'm coming. It's only got to be when I'm coming. Um, You've got you've got to perform at least the start to girl talk with that, and then then obviously move to a real mic. Yeah. You could, yeah, little, little fun facts. That, that, <laughs> obviously, because this is this is just an audio podcast. Mm-hmm. There are uh, two Amelia's right, left. Yeah, my yeah, my right. All right. So I don't know if cameras are sometimes you know how they sometimes flip. Yeah, that freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I don't know what right. I look like anymore between the mirror and flipped cameras. And I'm like, oh, one of them's right. <laughs> I I always kind of like put my arm out to like test it to see which direction my hand goes in oh it's going that way okay then i always get so confused as well because i'll go to if i'm not quite in frame or i'm trying to settle in frame i'll go but i'll go the opposite way to where i think i'm going oh i can't cope with it oh when i was um <laughs> when i was hosting the other day and there, there was the banner at the top that said uk cmsa's and I kind of had to. Oh, like, did you do? Did you do the point thing and I then point to, on the wrong? I wanted Always. to do the point, but the banner was covering half my head at one point, so I was trying to like move to the side of it where there wasn't a banner. <laughs> and I kept just move further, further into in. it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gotta love streaming. Live live stream problems. <laughs> oh, but yeah, again, I'm diverged. <laughs> So yeah, that, that 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 was one thing that I found really, really kind of I could when I first heard it, it was like, have I just heard that right? Is that is that like a phone ringing or is that vocals or is that is that just like harmonies? Is that just there's lo- there's lots of juicy magic in it. <laughs> so tell me how it's how it all works then. So you've got did you like create like a short list of people that you wanted on the I probably should have done that. <laughs> or did you just go through your contacts and go, message you, message you, message you? Partly, yeah. Partly sort of went through people that I thought of and then it kind of, it just kept growing um, because I kept meeting people. You do all these like live streams virtually and you do writers rounds and you'll meet another amazing artist or you'll see them pop up on social media and it just opens up because there's no 
it's not location based everything has been remote literally everything has been recorded remotely and, and sent in um which is why it's been such a huge project um but it's just that be, being so connected at the moment it's been great but it's it also just meant I kept adding to the list and at one point I had to say right I need to cap it now because I need to send it off to be you know mixed and mastered I need to just put a deadline on it and be strict to myself uh, but I could probably have added about 23 more people onto it see what I'd really really want to hear is obviously I, I I've got girl talk pre-saved I've got it pre-ordered I've got it as much as I can do with Girl Talk, I'll do it. You know, even though I get the I get the um, special copies that we get to hear outside of that. But I always, you know, if it's something that I really love, I'll always I'll always buy it and Girl Talk is one of them. But what I really want to hear is each individual vocal. You know, separate. Might have to, I've, I was thinking about that. We might have to do that at one point. We might have to sort of put put some out maybe in a, in a couple months' time and say, by the way, this is how it was built. Because it was basically sort of started with, like, I did a scratch track um, mm. of the acoustic guitar and vocal and sort of did some double-ups, sort of demonstrate, you know, where things would go. Because mm-hmm. um, the idea was to have, like, a massive gang chorus. Well, it was have a, a small gang chorus, like three people <laughs> turned into a massive one. Um, so I did that sent it to the drummer drummer recorded them sent it back I edited edited it together because I, I do audio production as well I did a degree in it so I kind of know how how to work my way around um doing some editing <laughs> you've you, you, you I'm sure you told me this in your in our, our first podcast and why didn't I not think to ask you when we was doing that charity single yeah <laughs> Because I was doing this. <laughs> you were telling me, I remember you were telling me, you were just like, oh yeah, it's been crazy. Like, oh, I was like, I know how you feel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I really know how you feel. I can't, no, I can't. I'm, why you should have said something then. And it oh. all becomes clear. <laughs> you should have said something then. I mean, you know, I would have helped as much as I could then as well. You know, I know. You know I know. It was, it was kind of a challenge to myself. Same with the video. Like I've, I've, filmed the video over Zoom and that and edited it all myself and it got to a point where I was just like if I don't do this myself I feel like I will have failed in some way (laughs) so yeah it was very much sort of a personal challenge and it was like you know get something recorded edit it send it off basted it get it back edit it send it off to the guitarist guitarist did it bring it back edit it and then get it to the singers. Singers all do their part, send them in. I place all of them, um, sort of edit them together as well, do sort of the lining up and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then send it off to, well, did a, I mixed sort of a, a guide demo as well um, for the Vibe because it is such a different project. It was a bit difficult to find good reference tracks for it because um, you always, if you don't know when you're listening, um, when you send something off for mix and mastering, you usually send a reference track, what kind of sound you want. Um, but obviously, because this project is so huge and I couldn't really find an accurate reference for it. So I kind of had to create a demo mix myself and say, this is kind of what I'm thinking, but better. Um, it's always the case. And yes. the, the producer did very, very well. And I have a lot of respect for him dealing with, you know, 20 odd vocals. 
So you didn't have, did you, did you put like the vocal, did you layer the vocals yourself or did you just send yes. them all? Oh, I did. Well, I did for the demo and then I sort of lined everything up, did all the editing and then exported those edits and sent them over. So it was, it's been a long process. It will, when, you know, it comes out, it'll been nearly a year in mm-hmm. the making um, and probably a good six months of that is just the recording. Two main questions I've got from that. <laughs> so when you're obviously lining up the tracks, how many times did you have to say to a person, can you please re-record it just a bit faster or a bit slower? Or Actually, nobody re-recorded. Really? That's Yeah, that's... we didn't we didn't do any re-records. Um, most people, like, because there are artists they're quite experienced they sent in a, a few takes and said oh you know you pick the best one so I could go through and sort of comp um that means edit together mm-hmm. various bits of of takes um I could comp the best ones and create you know the best takes which is standard studio practice that's what you do and I quite lucky for me I quite enjoy it <laughs> um but yeah we didn't we didn't have any do-overs which is really impressive <laughs> No, that's awesome. That really is awesome. Considering it was all remote as well. Like, it was just like, oh, you know, here's my guide vocal and that's it to go off. Well, Enjoy. You, you, you'll remember the guide vocal that we sent you for, I won't forget to mention Yeah, it was it. similar um, to that. It was like, this is the part. This is how it goes. Have fun. And there, there, were, there, was, a, there was a couple instances where it was slightly out. You know, it was slightly either slower or faster. But we didn't do any, I don't think, I don't think we did any re-records. No, I don't think we did. Uh, because we, we we're good people are on it. But the difference is we only had eight people. Yeah. <laughs> eight. You've got 23 people in this track all together nailing it. Yeah. And that's kind of, I mean, fire, you know, Mistakes and Firecracker, they're all done remotely as well because they were done during lockdown. Um, but I think Girl Talk is really proven that you can create great tracks yeah without having to be in a studio together obviously it's nice to be in a studio together but it's not necessary to create good quality music well you you're gonna love this then um the video and i can say this because they are all announced the video does actually feature two drag queens and a drag king yeah so yeah there's (laughs) She just said. <laughs> so you you had to kind of like pack up whisker kisses to then get this extra stress of girl talk. Oh yeah, I can't. I I have to do something. I cannot sit still for you know more, more than like a day. And even then, I'm sort of doing Tammy's head in, going, "I'm bored. I'm really bored. I want to do something." Um, and I just yeah, I really fill my time with projects but I'm promising myself I'm going to take a break after Girl Talk and chill out a little bit because it has been a major project <laughs> I mean, it's laughing total lie I'm definitely not going to <laughs> definitely not going to no I, yeah. I, I know exactly where you're coming from no I do because particularly because we're stuck inside quite a lot of the time you know unless you're out there working you know the four walls can be really mind-numbingly boring mm-hmm preach and you know i've i've done I've, even though i'm 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 an engineer so i can still go to work because it's classed as one of those trades i can't bring home and yeah. even still i come home and it's like because you can't you, you go to work and you 
come home or if you're working from home, you're literally just at home. It's not like you can go and do anything else. Mm-hmm. And Exactly. I think like for, for a while I did struggle to sort of write and be creative because what is there to get inspired about? You can't go out and experience the world. But then that kind of turned into, you know, sort of looking into myself, into my values, into my morals, which is where sort of this world came from, uh, which came out in December. And I started finding more things to be inspired by. And Girl Talk is one of those things as well, because it's it's looking at my experiences and looking at my friends' experiences and realising, you know, how much that actually crosses over. And especially with everybody being on social media at the moment, um, there's, like I said, you know, every, everyone's got a voice on social media. Not everybody uses it wisely or in the nicest way. When it comes to social media, it, it frustrates me. It really, mm. really frustrates me. Now, it's a highlight reel. You, I think to cope with it, you need to really remember it's a highlight reel of everybody's lives. And not everyone is looking that good all the time. Not everyone is doing amazing things all the time. You know, it's very much the best parts, the very, very best parts of someone's life. Yeah. And behind those, you know, posts, you have no idea what's going on. And so, just be nice. Yeah, no, exactly. And be respectful. I mean, we don't all live in an Instagram filter world, but it also works on the opposite side as well because I'm not going to name the artist, I'm not going to name the post, but people can go through my Facebook and they can look through my posts and they'll notice there's one post that's got a lot more attention than others. And if you click on that mm. post, if you click on the comments and you look at the comments, look what they say or look how it's gone or look at the gifts or look at what's on there because it's absolutely yeah. frustratingly annoying because nobody should go through what's going on there constantly mm. on a day-to-day it's, basis yeah it's like I kind of have a rule on my social media and I don't know over the sort of time of gained confidence and I've stopped kind of giving a shit yeah. <laughs> and I've yeah. started calling people out yeah. like when they yeah. comment on my things they, they don't follow me they've found me off a hashtag and they come in oh you're so beautiful yeah and I kind of will respond with, okay, you know, thanks for that and all, but um, this is actually a profile where we focus on the music yeah. and not the aesthetics. That's the important thing. And yes, you know, Instagram, you post photos. It is supposed to be beautiful looking. It is supposed to be aesthetically pleasing. But I don't tend to want to be called stunning and beautiful and gorgeous or sexy by random middle-aged men on the internet that I don't know and never will meet in my life. <laughs> You know, I've I've got a wife who can do that. I like to post a post where I think I look nice because I feel empowered by that. Yeah. I don't know whether to do it for a mic take now and just every single picture of you will just like put oh, it's stunning, <laughs> sexy. I'll send Tammy around your house. <laughs> She's okay. flexing her biceps. <laughs> More welcome. It's, it's just that kind of thing. Like you've, you've, I think people are very quick because they're behind a profile, they're behind a keyboard, they think they can say anything they want, but that is a person that's behind that post that you are saying it to. And if you wouldn't, my mum always told me when I was growing up, if you wouldn't say it to their face, don't say it on the internet. Exactly. No, exactly. And that is a good rule to live by. The other side as well, you know, the, exactly that. And the other thing I was always told was, if you wouldn't say it to your mum, don't say it to anyone else. Yeah. 
you know. I mean, it doesn't help that I'm an absolute savage, but... <laughs> <laughs> we can have a snack. No, we can be savage to your mum as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she, she taught me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just that kind of thing. Like, if you wouldn't say it to someone's face, don't say it on the internet because really it it doesn't make that much of a difference that you're hiding behind a screen and that's just kind of making it cowardly. And yeah. I don't think anybody wants to be a coward. I, th- I think that's the kind of... The benefit of like Twitter and stuff now is the fact that it's so public that people mm. people have people do call you out on it. Mm. But it can and also... so they should. It, it's again, it's that living in the shadows. Once you bring it out of the shadows, it loses its power. Yeah, exactly. And people don't want to be called out. They don't want to be seen. You know, I had someone comment on one of my photos, oh, you're so stunning, and I commented back, um, probably something snarky, and um, they deleted their comment yeah. because I called them out. And that's that's the kind of attitudes that you're dealing with. They don't want to be called out. They don't want to be seen. They just want you to sort of sit there and, and take it and look pretty while you're doing it. And if we stop letting that happen and, you know, we stand up for ourselves, it takes their power away. No, exactly. And it makes a point of saying, no, you can't just come in and do that. That's not that's not fair and it's not allowed. Exactly. It's not being decent. It, it really, really... It, it frustrates me. Every, 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 if you've if you've been listening to this now and you've got this far, you'll have realised now that pretty much everything frustrates me. <laughs> I mean, we are in lockdown. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's you, you just want to go about and promote your music, promote your life. Mm. You know, talk. Yeah, about I'm trying to use things. a platform to to put out my. You know, my, my deepest emotions, these are, you know, the songs I write, they're about things that I really feel in my heart and in my soul, and I'm trying to put that out there. But some people would just rather comment on my legs. Exactly. It's sexual harassment. Um, yeah, and but because it's by some stranger in a comment on the internet, doesn't count, supposedly. Just so people know as well, I'm not actually going to go through a profile and, like, spam it. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd put that out there because I'm not that I'm not that crass. I'm not that. <laughs> I might go through your Instagram and like everything, so you get like a whole That's list of thought, though, isn't it? You know, <laughs> I think context is a bit big part of it. When you know someone, yeah, like you know, when when one of my best friends will comment on my photo, "Oh, you look beautiful," you know the intentions of that comment. You know, I'm friends with them, I'm close with them, I know who they are. When it's just some stranger, and it, was, it always it always annoys me. I don't know why it just really annoys me. At least they could follow me if they're gonna do that, you know. But when it's some stranger who's just found your hashtag and thinks that it's okay to make those sort of comments, you know, you've you've got to look at the context. They're not stupid, you know. They do know what they're doing majority of the time. Yeah. And like I say, when you call them out on it, they delete their comments. So clearly that's an admission of guilt, really. No, exactly. As I see it. Oh, but yeah, I mean, Girl Talk, it's coming out on the 8th of March. Yes. What are you more excited about? Oh my gosh. Um, Not having to listen to it again? (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I love the song. It's just, I've heard it a few times. (laughs) Just, you've heard it a few times, you played it? Acoustically a few times as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm just really excited to share the love with it, be able to to share it with people, for people to enjoy it and listen to it and watch the video as well. So the video will be premiering at 6pm GMT um, on the 8th of March on release day. And then there'll be 
as a kind of a bit of a spin-off of awards shows um, because there's a lot of tension around those as well. And I just wanted to, you know, make a laugh out or something and, and have an excuse for a big old live stream. Yeah. We are doing um, the Girl Talk Awards. <laughs> so there'll be a few categories and everyone who participated will be, will be nominated yeah. um, across the categories. And then it will be down to a fan vote to decide who their favourites are. And then on the 17th of March, we're going to hold a live stream awards evening um and i think the majority of participants will be on that live stream as well there'll be performances there'll be interviews and of course there'll be the awards winners announced as well and our lovely tammy from sunday rose sessions is hosting the event so you definitely want to tune in (laughs) tammy yeah what are you excited most about the awards it's gonna be like a a lesbian's wet dream in it. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> She's been saving that. <laughs> I mean, I get an evening of just amazing women. Getting to chat to as much women as you want. <laughs> really? What more do you want? <laughs> what more do I want? You know? Um, Are you allowed to do no, it as well? It, yeah, it'll just be nice to just give them all the recognition that they deserve because yeah. I think it's a, an amazing platform. Like personally, and I think what Emmy's done there, she's gone and she's not just uplifted herself, she's uplifted everyone else. Yeah. So for me, like teamwork makes a dream work, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> Tammy, 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 come back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> While she's here, you might as well plug Sunday Roasts. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I run um, Sunday Roast sessions with me, um, and that is on the first Sunday of every month. The next one we've got is the 7th of March, and we've got Ems. Poppy Fardell, Joey Clarkson, and we will have Belle Velvet on as well. So it's 5pm GMT. GMT. Tune in. It's on my Facebook page. Awesome. I can't wait till I'm invited. <laughs> what are you going to sing? I can sing anything you want, love. You just want a dinner, don't you? <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> okay, so go back to Girl Talk. <laughs> I feel like there's a theme. <laughs> I don't want the fact that I go into tangents all the girl talk. <laughs> so we've got the awards. Um, so which award am I up for? Um, ooh. I feel like you'd need your own category just because you'd be an automatic winner. It wouldn't be fair on everyone else. No, we'll, fi- we'll find something suitable. I'll get back to you on that one. I'm not good at thinking on my feet. <laughs> no, don't worry. No, don't worry. It's about celebrating. You know, it's about celebrating women. Especially, or just, you know, two, what is it, two weeks after International Women's Day? Uh, it'll be about a week, a, about week, a, week. a week and a day. <laughs> so, you took your reference from that 70s show, and mm-hmm. the colour schemes. I know you, you wanted to take a lot of that reference from that 70s show, and that kind of 70s vibe, and that gone back into the time. Very neon yeah. colours, very, very vibrant pinks, and very... yeah. Is that is that from particularly like the seventy that seventy show? I think it's just because the sort of I'll try to make I wanted it, it to reflect the retro, yeah, sort of the retro vibe, but with the stereotypical sort of girly stuff, which obviously you know pink is a stereotype of a girly color. Mm-hmm. I don't know, um, and you know songs and records and stuff, they're like their own little world, so. I wanted sort of, I'm, I'm doing more with my sort of branding and, and learning as I go along because, you know, I'm, I'm an independent musician. I'm very DIY. 
um this is the first time that I've ever gotten any sort of PR help or anything like that so massive shout out to Laura um from your forte for helping me out with this I'm sure I've been a royal pain in the ass um but it's, it's just upping my game a bit and and learning new skills and putting those new skills into use and that's why I've sort of really gone in on the branding and, and used sort of those branding colors um which all basically came from the artwork um because the artwork I had done months ago and um, before the song was even finished and so I've kind of taken it from there and and built this brand and the color scheme and all that kind of stuff up and it's been a lot of fun because it's another creative outlet yeah no it's brilliant so yeah I highly recommend to um any musicians sort of have a go at their branding if they don't do it normally or just play around with stuff because it is actually a really nice way to be creative other than music. No, I completely and utterly agree. I mean, for those that are, think they can't do it, I mean, I, you know... No, it, try, I didn't think I could. Like, I never thought I'd be able to, you know, make logos and graphics and all that kind of stuff, but I think there are other resources out there, um, especially these days where you can do that kind of stuff, and it's a lot of fun. Like, I can't draw. I cannot draw at all. <laughs> but um, but I can create these things now, and that's, you know, a new skill under my belt. And whether I keep using it or whether I sort of hand it off eventually to someone else, at least I've got that, and sort of knowledge is power at the end of the day. Yeah. No, I get it. I completely... I've, I've said it quite a lot that, you know, throughout this you know, throughout this chat, you know, I get it completely. Because... Mm. I mean, you know, no matter who you are in any walk of life, if you're wanting to try something, don't even if you think you can't do it, just try it. Just give it a go. Just you don't you don't know if you don't like you'll never find out. And personally, I'd rather not live with a what if. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd rather find out, and you know, if it works, it works. That's great. If you've gained something, if it doesn't, then you've learned a lesson. Yeah, no, that, like, it's, it's brilliant. It, I said it right at the beginning, legendary. Just, just <laughs> I'm just doing me, mate. <laughs> you're just doing you. We've got International Women's Day coming up on the 8th of March. Yeah. So t- walk, walk me through your release day. So the single will go live at midnight, as it always does. Um, so I will probably be staying up for that and popping the champagne. Um just as you know, I'm not saying it's going to be successful. Like I'm just saying it's going to be done, and I will have achieved something. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and and I think that's you need to sort of celebrate your wins as well, especially at the moment. Um, so yeah, we'll be staying up for that, popping the champagne at midnight, maybe, or you know, just pouring a whiskey. Um, <laughs> and then I, I don't know, I don't know what I've got planned throughout the day. I will be on live for the premiere at six pm uh, for the video. But yeah, I think so far I've got a free day. If it if that changes, I'm sure I'll pop it on my social media. Oh, that's I, I'm really excited. I'm 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 really excited for you to get this out and to get it out to the world so people can actually witness what we've witnessed. Literal magic in front of us. <laughs> I'm very excited for it. I hope everyone loves it as much as I do. You have worked so hard for it though. You really have. And you know, you can see the kind of dedication, you know, just in the quality of the music, you know, the various different tones throughout, the way it, you know, lifts and rises from chorus to chorus to to the bridges and verses. It all it flows phenomenally and it's mixed so well, it's done so well that 
everybody blends in seamlessly. You can't. Yeah, I've been very no lucky off. to work with some great people on it. And Mark, the engineer, like <laughs> massive congrats and thanks to him for making it so great and putting up with my um, 20 odd stems on there. How much of the instrumentation did you do? So I did the acoustic guitar and obviously my vocal as well. Um, and the rest was other musicians. You did your vocal? Yeah, I know. Mind blowing. <laughs> See, normally I just get people to do my vocal. It's so much easier. <laughs> I know, that's, that's the secret. It's never been me. <laughs> it's me. I'm just the front. <laughs> oh. It's been Tammy all along. <laughs> It all makes sense. That's why Tammy's always there at your streams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's there I'm just mouthing. Mic. She's actually singing. I'm, I'm just miming it. <laughs> Tammy rules. Tammy's the leader. <laughs> She's just pulling a face in the background. <laughs> oh, so final reminder for everybody. Where can they pre-save? How can, how can they pre-save, pre-order, pre-download, pre-everything? So if you're an iTunes user, um, just head to the iTunes store, type in Girl Talk and my name and it will come up. Um, and then if you want the other links and they are on all my social media, probably the easiest one to find is either the pinned post on my Facebook or the link tree in my Instagram bio. Um, as I said, all the proceeds from the single are going to Girls Rock London, which is a really, really worthwhile charity. Um and I'm really excited to be able to support them and hopefully, you know, provide some resources for young women um, to get in, and transgender and non-binary people to get into the music industry and have that support. That's brilliant. That is legendary. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Final thing I want to ask. And... Is there any other like little hidden secrets throughout Girl Talk? Like certain little quirks or certain like, hidden innuendos or hidden little bits that you put throughout it? Um, I mean, see, I'd, I'd love to see if anyone can pick out the individual voices without knowing who's singing them. That'd be really cool. Um, oh, I can because it's done so well. <laughs> um. I don't, I don't think there's any, off the top of my head, there's no sort of like little Easter eggs in there. But another fun fact is that one of the verses got cut in the end because the song just ended up being really, really long. Um, but there was originally another verse. Please, 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 please put that out. We want that. <laughs> we want the extra verse. No, no, I, might, no. I might type it up at some point. Okay, you, 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 you can have your, you know, your radio edit and send that off to radios, and they can play it everywhere around the world. I want that. Next International Women's Day, we'll put the extended version out. <laughs> I'll do it all again. I have to wait a whole year. No, 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 no. no I'm no, not going to do that again. <laughs> no, 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 no. As much fun as it was, I'm, I am moving on to more projects, and there are other things to come out <laughs> and that's all I'm telling you <laughs> okay we're going to organise an Instagram live and... <laughs> you're just going to interrogate me until I tell you I'm going to interrogate you with the whole public watching the whole public <laughs> of like three people that tune into my streams <laughs> that's just Instagram for you isn't it oh, no. 
I mean, you get the viewers after the fact, you know, when you put it on IGTV, but... Yeah. I think the most I've ever had is, like, 20 at one go. 30. Oh, that's a lot. That's more than I've had. <laughs> really? No. Mm. I can't imagine. Yeah. It's, I find, don't, you, don't you find it really disheartening? Not... Do you know what? You can do, but... The way I kind of like to see it is that even if one person's tuning in, that's one person that cares about what you're saying and your music. And at the end of the day, I'm not doing it for, you know, riches and fame. I'm doing it because I want to share the things that I make with the world. And if one person cares about it, then that's great. What do you mean you're not doing it for riches and fame? I mean, doesn't everybody know that being in the music industry as an independent artist is the most rich, it's so worthy? <laughs> I make so much money from it. <laughs> So much money. Definitely not the case that all the money I make goes straight back into music. Oh, definitely not the case. And the fact that, you know, there's been no gigging, there's been no actual proper venues where you can actually what do go you mean? I've been fully off. booked all year. I've been to so many places. Well, in, in theory, you have. You've been like to, a constant tour. You've been to so many people's living rooms and bedrooms right. and bathrooms and... Virtually. <laughs> Oh yeah, virtually. Doing music. <laughs> Just gonna throw that out there. Just throw that little. But yeah, it, it, it's brilliant what you've done throughout the year. It's fantastic, and like I said, you know, repeatedly, you know, congratulations on winning the best EP, best UK EP and slash album. But yeah, it, it's it's amazing what you've done. It really is. And Thank you. Firecracker, if you haven't checked that out, come on, come on, get with it. If you want to feel like the baddest bitch in the land, it's for you. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Thank you for it's being been lovely. you. Thank you for being <laughs> you and, you know, not just being a typical radio guest. It's not a radio, <laughs> it's a podcast. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you everybody for listening. I hope you pre-order, pre-save, pre-download, pre-everything. Girl Talk out 8th of March. And if you listen to this after the fact, get it in your get it in your app playlist. Get it into your libraries. Get it into your Is there a CD coming? No, there won't be for this. Not for this one. It's a shame because it's a But great... there is merch. There is merch. That would be a great vinyl cover, by the way. <laughs> Just saying. But vinyl's so expensive. But yeah, everybody, <laughs> everybody, pre-save, pre-download, pre-order, follow Amelia on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and just do your bit. Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you all next time. Bye for now. That was the Country Chat Podcast. Join Dom next time for exclusive interviews, reviews, and general chit-chats on all things country music.